There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Today is National Book Lovers Day, so we're hitting the archives for chats with famous authors. I spoke with the late Mary Higgins Clark in 2018, two years before her death, about her novel Every Breath You Take, as well as her approach to penning mysteries as the queen of suspense. Hello, Jason. Nice to be with you. Now, before we dive too far in, why don't you just give our listeners uh, a little bit of a sort of a premise here, the plot summary really quick. Okay. This book is about a murder in the Metropolitan Museum of Art at their annual Festival Fun Festival. It's the chicest thing in New York. And a woman in her just about turning 60, but extremely attractive. And she had chosen the dress that Barbara Bush wore all those years ago. And now in that beautiful gown, suddenly vanishes and is found next door to the museum. And she has been pushed over the railing and is dead. And the question is, who did it? She was planning to leave all her money to charity, which upset her children, three of them, and also her nephew. And which one of them stopped her from doing it, or is it someone else? So that's where we go from the time the poor lady dies. That's so awesome. How, how do you get this idea? Are you just uh, going through an art museum one day and the idea percolates, or how did you come up with it? Well, this is the one I do with Alistair Burke. This is our fourth book in the Under Suspicion series. Mm-hmm. And the first book I wrote in that series, are the publishers liked it so much They said, we want to continue those characters, other books, but we know you don't want to write to yourself in one year, so why don't we get to a co-author? And I said, fine. And they gave me the book by four other authors. But the minute I read Alistair's, I said, we could write seamlessly together, and we've been doing it. Yesterday, we went out to lunch with the editors who celebrate Publication Day. That's awesome. I want to know how you sort of got into writing suspense to begin with. I know one of your earliest books, I guess, I think it might have even been your debut novel, was sort of a a historical thing about George Washington. But how did you make the pivot there? Well, I was writing a radio series called Portrait of a Patriot. And it starts off with something like this. At age 14, she was given the family tree and said, but I am nearer to the throne than I realize. You know who she is? And then it goes on halfway through. Have you guessed who she is yet? And at the end, our patriarch today, Victoria Regina, Empress of India, Queen of this and that. 
And it was fun. I liked doing an historical show. But then they said, you have never done George Washington. And I said, oh, he's so dull. I cannot tell a lie. They said, we need George Washington. And when I started doing research, I thought, we don't know this man. We really don't know him. I thought he married Martha for her money, and she was much older. She was eight months older. There was a great love story between the two of them. She went through the British lines to join him in Boston, and that awful winter of Valley Forge, she was there with him. And I thought, there's a great story here. So I wrote it, and it got nicely reviewed, but I didn't sell any copies. And I thought I'd really write, like to write a book that will sell because I had two kids in law school, right. two in expensive colleges, uh, one in, in, in an expensive girls' school. So I tried. Uh, I looked at my bookshelves and said, I have always liked to read sense, and I've always tried to analyze to be the first one to know who the guilty party is. I didn't realize I'd been training myself to write suspense fiction. So then Where Are the Children became the first one, and it became a massive bestseller. Absolutely. Who who were some of your, um, just as a fan reading, who were some of your mystery suspense idols? Did you read a lot of Agatha Christie? Did you watch Hitchcock? Or I want to know, you know, what were sort of your touchstones? Oh, of course. Well, Agatha Christie, first and foremost, Josephine Tay, Niall Moss, Daphne du Maurier, I think, were all on my bookshelf. And um, I just want to know, as you sit down, I mean, you've written so many of these. You have 100 million copies in circulation. And if it's like a whodunit, what's sort of your approach to doling out the the clues and and dropping in red herrings? What's what's sort of the key, if there's any up-and-coming writers, to sort of piecemeal it out without giving it away? Well, simply, when I get an idea for a book, I have to write who are the characters. I do profiles on them. I know how they dress. I know I know what their hobbies are. And I rewrite the first 50 pages over and over. And at that point, I'm telling my husband, there is no book here. I might as well throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and we're married 21 years, widow, widower. But the first, he said to my son, oh, the mother is so upset this book isn't working. And she said, for God's sake, we've heard this with every book she's ever written. (laughs) But then when I I get my people, I know who they are, and they start doing things that I didn't expect them to do, then I know I have a story and keep going. Gotcha. Thanks so much for taking the time for us, Mary Higgins Clark. Thank you so very much. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.